What's going on, guys? We've got a good show for you guys today. I believe this is episode six, maybe seven. I'm not really sure. Kind of losing count now at this point. Uh, but we've got a great show for you guys today. Uh, we don't talk a whole lot of fantasy, but Easton and I, we slob all over Caleb Williams' knob. And uh, we just have a good time. We talk about OU football, relishing the win from last week. Uh, we talk about how bad Oklahoma State is. We just trash on them, really. So we hope, we particularly hope you Oklahoma State fans that listen to this really enjoy that. Uh, we do have a little bit of fantasy talk, and we just talk a little bit of other stuff. I got a beer spilled on me at the Broncos Steelers game, so we talk about how I almost fought a drunk old lady. And yeah, so we hope you guys enjoy the show. As always, this podcast is brought to you by WTH Cattle Company. WTH is a locally sourced and owned cattle ranch that is committed to providing you with the best cuts of black Angus beef. Whether you're looking for some nice T-bones for a lovely date night with the missus or some burgers for the tailgate, WTH has you covered. Uh, this latest round of processed beef, it'll be ready in late spring of 2022. So if you're looking to stock up with farm fresh beef, then look no further than WTH Cattle Company. For details, contact Clay and tell them that we sent you. This Hindergart, what? <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was trying to close the app that was right behind the Anchor app and ended up closing the Anchor app. <laughs> so you shut down Pornhub and you're shutting down Anchor app. <laughs> I know. I was, I was whacking a chubber off. No, uh, but yeah, I'm like, I didn't. I didn't necessarily think after West Virginia, Spencer should have been benched, but I definitely saw where everybody was coming from. I was like, well, his, I was giving him the benefit of the doubt saying his O-line was dog shit. But literally, as soon as Caleb Williams came in, the whole fucking team played way better. Like the o- it's, it's a sign. Yeah, the O-line, like, I thought they probably had their best game. Like, even in the first half, I thought they had their best game all year. They did fine. We didn't in the first half. We didn't really run the ball effectively, and then we ran all no, over him the second half. Yeah, um, but there was that. The defense played a hell of a lot better. Part we gave up was, ten points in the second half. That was yeah, yeah. That was that was big. So the score actually like thirty-eight twenty. Okay, that's what I thought. So we beat them by twenty-five in the second half. Yeah. It's like if we can get that production like on a daily bait like on a game by game basis, this is the fucking team everybody thought we were getting all year. Could it's you the... imagine this defense paired with Baker or Kyler? Hey, well maybe maybe we're getting that offense back now. Who knows? I mean, our I'm just hoping like I don't expect Caleb to go be Baker and Kyler this year. He's better than Spencer, so I'm not going oh, to yeah. expect him to do that. But we got him for two more years after this. Yeah. It's like he's not going Rattler's gone. Who cares? Yeah, who cares about him? I hope Rattler goes to OSU. I'd love to play against him. <laughs> I'd love to see OSU fans just fume after each dumbass decision. There there was a section when we were making our comeback, there was a sec we were like pretty close to fifty. Oh yeah. 
and there was a section of Texas fans chanting, we want Spencer. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and that, it, it was great. I was going to tell this story for the uh, on the podcast, but I'll tell you beforehand. Okay. In that every you know everybody's going at it. Oh, you sucks. Texas sucks. Chanting back and forth. Yeah. We hate each other. <laughs> and then and then at the like midway through the third quarter, they make an announcement. All alcohol sales will finish at the will conclude at the end of the third quarter, and both sides just go. <laughs> That's awesome. Everybody uh, united. You gotta you gotta love that the the alcohol Against unites the everybody. The beer nobody's nobody everybody wants the beer to yeah. continue flowing. Is it Which still... doesn't make any sense. Why can't you serve beer in the fourth quarter? There's a state fair that's serving beer right out there. It doesn't make yeah, any sense. I've never understood that. I know a lot of stadiums stop close their concessions at the end of the third. But I get selling beer if it's just in in a in a game where there's nothing after that, you're just going home. Yeah. But I don't understand it when people okay, you, I won't have drink beer for a for a fourth quarter, but I'm going to walk out there and get one right when yeah, I'm Yeah, because they can take all that food and all that beer outside of the different vendors. But, I don't know. I guess I guess all the vendors that are out there are separate from the actual, like, cotton bowl. Because OU and Texas get the get the revenue. Yeah, the yeah, I think so. But that, that would mean, I would say, if I was OU in Texas, I'd say, no, let's sell to the end of the fourth quarter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, especially if you have a game that goes into like double or triple overtime like it did last year it's like you're you're wasting like an hour of different of money you could be making but as soon as big dick burkett goes to the uh goes to the nfl i'm drafting him as my kicker dude that dude's a fucking animal he's he's 100 percent gonna be an nfl kicker oh yeah he's the best college kicker i've seen in a minute i mean yeah but... well texas texas dicker is extremely good too he'll be on an nfl roster. yeah my well, problem with Dicker is I think he peaked in his uh his freshman year whenever he, he drilled that he, yeah, whenever he got the nickname Dicker the Kicker. But, big Dick Kick is what yeah. there is what my cousin was calling. <laughs> big Dick Kick. And we have Big Dick Burkett. So <laughs> yeah, the big All swing. good kickers have Dick in their nickname. <laughs> <laughs> I saw I saw something on Twitter today and uh it was like it's like some burrito place. Um and they were at it, or they tweeted it, Jay Burkick, and they were wanting him to go and. <laughs> they were wanting him to kick a burrito for him. And uh, they were like, We just want to make sure it won't hurt you because our burritos weigh about two pounds. And he quoted it, and he was like, So who wants to see me put a burrito in orbit? <laughs> Me, uh, yeah, exactly. I would pay good money to see him just launch a burrito, and then I'll go clean up the pieces and eat it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh man. Well, I guess we want to get started on the on the pod. I don't have like anything prepared. We're just we're just getting used to shooting from the hip. I figured I figured we'd start and talk OU Texas, for yeah, a bit, and yeah. then go into fantasy. I don't. My team blows. Yeah, I was looking at that the other uh, that yesterday. Now got, Russell Wilson's hurt, so my team's really gonna yeah. blow. Did you see the trade I sent you the other day? <laughs> Did you see what the trade I sent you the other day? No, I didn't even look at. it. Oh, it must have expired before I even saw it. Yeah, I. Had, so like right after the game, they said that he was gonna be out. Oh God, I can't stop yawning. Um, 
they said that he was going to be out like six to eight weeks. And so I sent you a trade for uh, – I was going to give you uh, – who do I have as my backup? Matthew Stafford. I was going to give you Matthew Stafford, but I wanted Darren Waller off of you. <laughs> I, I knew you weren't going to buy that one. Or I think it was Darren Waller. That's your tight end, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it's Waller. Yeah. But, but all right. Freaking, uh, come on. I can't believe freaking Clay lost to Garrick. I wanted Garrick to keep going yeah. over. But the – Man, it was a it was a tough week for you and Robert. Right. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. It's my fault. I didn't even uh, look at my defense. I would have never started against a defense uh, against Tampa Bay. I didn't yeah. do that on purpose. I just forgot to change my defense. Yeah, I feel that. Once I saw, I just kind of gave up once I saw Russell Wilson get hurt. Yeah, I mean, I, I really my only guy is pretty much Derek Henry, who has like, who's like power cleaning six hundred pounds on his back for my team right now. <laughs> Yeah, because Stefan Diggs hasn't done much this year, and no, and Josh. What's weird is Josh Allen's balling. Yeah, I know. Like, I don't know who who the. I guess Dawson Knox is who's been tearing it up for them. Because Presto got twenty from him. I was, he had had like a he had that touchdown and then another long catch right before half. He had me kind of sweating it um, in the game with him yesterday. Uh, wait, I guess we can talk about this during the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, I guess we'll get started. All right, everybody, welcome in to Football's Finest with Easton and Seth. We've got episode seven now, six or seven. I don't know. It's a lot more than we usually get in the season, so you guys should be proud of us. We're sticking to it. We're going to yeah, ride this are. thing out all the way. We're not stopping. Oh, hell no. But as always, this is brought to you by WTH Cattle Company. Uh, our presenting sponsor. We've also got another sponsor, uh, E78. What is it? Fitness something? Yeah. E78, that's what it is. We're not off to a good start yeah. here with the, with the, with the reads. <laughs> we're not. We're, we're a little rusty. We're, we, you know what it is? We're still coming down from the high that was Caleb Williams and the OU comeback. Oh, that got me off. Oh, dude. I was, I, I was so hot and bothered watching that. Yeah, I, was, I was bricked up in a beat. I was watching that. Oh. But yeah, how about that? Just Lincoln Riley actually having the nuts to to listen to the fans and listen to what they want, give us the quarterback, and lo and behold, the dude's a million times better than Spencer Rattler. So I'll confess, I might have even said that I've been telling people out who wasn't who weren't at the game against West Virginia. Um, I've been lying to them. They were, they were like, they were like, are you one of the people who was chanting for Caleb? And I was like, no, no, give Spencer a chance. No, no, I was right in the middle of it. I want Caleb, <laughs> and I, I can come out. I can come out as a Caleb believer now. I know oh, it's not. Man. I don't have any credibility, but yes, one hundred percent. After I, anybody, I mean, Spencer Rattler looks like that guy that we nicknamed Nathan Peterman in the, in our on our intramural football team that one year. <laughs> he does. I just, he's just he's just so bad, man. And, yeah. and anybody like if he was on another co- average college football team, they'd probably think he was okay. <laughs> he's just an average college quarterback. He can't throw the ball down yeah. the field. I feel like I'm watching, which doesn't make sense because he's got a real he's got an incredible arm talent. Here's what I was saying. I was telling somebody this. There could be a chance that his shoulders hurt or he was hurt because he <laughs> he couldn't throw the ball down the field. That's a that's a good point. I didn't um, know if he got hurt. Yeah, that could be, but he hasn't been throwing the ball downfield all year. So if he heard it, then he, he heard really, it. 
like yeah, week one. Season. Yeah, so – but even then, how is he hurting it in practice? He's not even allowed to get touched. Yeah, I mean, unless he's playing intramural softball on the side yeah, or something. He threw out, his, threw out his shoulder. But he – I mean, he can't – he physically can't throw it. Yeah, he's just – Down the field. Yeah, he just was not good. And I guess so. one thing I had heard, it's like kind of put it in perspective. It's like he was the number one quarterback coming out in his class. But in his class, the number two and number three guys were Graham Mertz and Bo Nix. So maybe that yeah, was just a, is that is that that's Wisconsin and Auburn, right? Yeah, maybe that was just a really they bad class too. of quarterbacks. Like I don't think anybody in the twenty eight or twenty nineteen recruiting class was worth a shit. So I guess that was a miss on all all parts. But I mean, I, those three guys, Rattler, may be the best one though. Bo Nix, I know, was okay for Auburn for a little bit before he got yeah. There. Yeah, that's true. Um, I don't. Well, Bo Nix is still starting, isn't he? Is he? I thought he got benched. Never mind. Uh, but yeah, Grant, yes. I'm not. I'm not big on Auburn football. <laughs> Graham Mertz is the guy that keeps getting benched for Wisconsin, but he keeps on he keeps on popping up like a like a herpes swart. <laughs> we better not do. I I promise. I will be. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna get out of my seat. I'm gonna walk to the rail, and if Rattler trots out there to start on Saturday against TCU, <laughs> I will be yelling at Link. Dude, it's they can put me on camera. They can do whatever they want. They can blur my mouth, whatever they need to do. I will be yelling at Link because that is that's the first time ever that I mean he's such an amazing coach, but that's yeah. that would just be a awful, I, I think, awful decision. I think if he did that, he would not only lose the fan base, but I think he'd lose the he'd lose the team at that point because you saw like you put it on you put it on tape for how, I don't know how many people tuned in to watch that game, but it was probably like seven or eight million people, especially whenever we started making the comeback. You yeah, see how much half, I'm sure it went up. Yeah, you see how much like how much pe- the team responded whenever he came in. Like the team played for him. Spencer Rattler. It looks like you got Scotty Gilkey back there, and people just hate <laughs> him so much they would rather see him fail and the team go down with it than see him do good. Yeah, it, it doesn't make any sense. But yeah, if Caleb doesn't start this week. I will raise so much hell right along with every your, other OU fan. Your your Twitter is just going to – I mean, you are going to be firing off tweets Absolutely if you start irate. to – Like, I'm I'm sure the people that follow me already hate me enough because now Twitter does this thing. It's been doing it for a while, but it'll, like, if you like a tweet, a lot of times that'll show up now. It'll show that you liked it. And, of course, I was just on a liking and retweeting, like, fury on Saturday after we made that comeback. It was like – I was just in disbelief for a good like two hours after the game, like it was it was it was nuts, and I was I remember getting in my dad's in my dad's truck because we were in Columbus watching the game before we went to Pittsburgh, and I was sitting in the truck and I just said wow I said I was saying wow over and over again just scrolling through Twitter and like reliving everything that had happened in the last five hours. Yeah, that was incredible. Yeah. One of the one of the best games I've ever seen. That's why OU Texas is the best, if not the best game. I don't. Oh. There's not a, there's not a better rivalry in college football. You oh, can, definitely not. If you want to make a case for Auburn Alabama, that you got to make the case in the past because now that's not a rivalry. Yeah. If you want to, Ohio State Michigan. Same that's thing. Not, that's that's not a rivalry anymore. OU Texas is the only one that consistently flips back and forth. Yeah. So, and since the Auburn Alabama hasn't been that rivalry, the Iron Bowl since the kick six. That's the last great moment. Yeah. Of that. Uh, that's the thing. Like both those games, 
they don't match the same like level of hype and energy that Texas o, or OU Texas does every single year. Like Ohio State, Michigan, like that never has the same appeal. Maybe it's just because we don't like. I guess I'm I live next to Ohio now, but it's like you just it never has the same appeal nationally anymore. Like I OU, think I have a theory on on those games. What's that? They, well, Auburn and Alabama play each other late in the year. Ohio State, Michigan play each other kind of midway through the year. Yeah. OU no, Texas they, is, no, they both play each other late in the year. Late. Okay, late. That, that proves my point further. OU Texas play each other towards the beginning. Both teams have played some bad teams, so there's confidence in both fan bases that they're going to be good. And it's just like both teams are going into it with a lot ahead of them. And so there's really like Auburn, Alabama, it's already been decided by the time they play. Same with Ohio State, Michigan. OU Texas is towards the beginning where there's a lot to play for and it's just that much fun. The atmosphere for the people who haven't been to OU Texas, that atmosphere around the fair before the game. You're going to talk about being bricked up in a B-dubs. Yeah, just go to an OU Texas game. That'll get you bricked up. It's, I mean, it's, it is so much fun. I never want to stop going to that game. It's amazing. I wish I lived closer so I could I could go to that game every year. Maybe one day you'll be back. Uh, well, heck, I might just like pre-book a vacation every year that every week that year, so I can go to the the OU Texas. That's right after we get out of our peak season, anyways. So I'll just come on down, get a stop at the, the stop at the Windstar. Stop at the Windstar, then go to Billy Bob's after the game. I mean. The whole weekend. We didn't get to go to Billy Bob's this year. Yeah, actually, I was talking to Pearson. That's what he had said. It said like John Party had gotten rescheduled or something for that weekend. That was already sold yeah, out. It was sold. I mean, who? Who? I can't believe John Party's a sellout. Yeah, I mean, I guess recently he's had quite a few songs. But he's been like people say he's really, really bad in concert. There was a video that came out recently where he's like up there and he's so drunk he's like slurring his words while he's singing. <laughs> I've just heard he's not a very good concert, but yeah, he does. He does have a few good songs out there that I like, but yeah. that's beside the point. That's not a hand well there. In other news, okay, this what this will all go hand in hand. But how about the Maggies? I mean, I hate Texas A and M, but I was glad that they beat glad, them because A and M's not a threat. No, glad to see A and M. But how in the world do you? I get they have Nick Saban, and I get they're Alabama. Their name probably gets them to do this. You only dropped them four spots from one to five for getting beat. For getting <laughs> by an beat unranked, by, by a two-loss unranked team. Yeah, by two who just lost to Mississippi State. Hi, hey, don't Mike Leach, baby. I mean, I love, I love me some Mikey boy, but like, what are we doing? It it doesn't make sense, and I'm sure Bam is going to go on the road. Which, by the way, they play Mississippi State this week, and they're probably going to just absolutely skull fuck them. It. I hope it, not. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. And you, I mean, granted, Alabama's going to work their way back into the playoff conversation regardless. But you're telling me that in a one-loss Alabama team whose best win- – it, it just it doesn't make sense. Uh, I, I don't get it. it does, it's like when Clemson lost two games in a row – one, I mean, one good loss, one to NC State, and they're still in the top 25. They're back in the top 25, by the way. Yeah. That, I mean, it's just like they're, Clemson is not good. No. 
they what did they play this week or were they off? I don't even know. I I have, uh, no, I think they were off actually. We're gonna see. I mean, if Clemson runs the table, are they gonna freaking put him in? There's not a, there's not a chance. Their resume is dog shit. I know it is, but it's but they. I don't know. It's it seems like it's the same teams. They find a way to get in. Yeah, I mean, I think ultimately Ohio State's probably going to end up back in. I don't see Iowa running the table. Um, I don't see Cincy running the table. That's ridiculous. Not, why they, the heck? Why the heck is Cincy ahead of us? That's ridiculous. Because they're undefeated. They do like they beat Notre Dame and they okay. beat Indiana. Who Indiana is vastly overrated. Who uh, wins, Cincy or Texas, in a game? The the Texas we saw yesterday or Saturday, one hundred percent Texas. Because yeah. Bijan Rock like I, I don't like giving a lot of people credit, especially whenever it comes to Texas, but Bijan Robinson is a freaking animal. He's, he's the, I think he's the, he's the best running back in college football. Yeah, he's the he's the best running back that's came out of college, at least since since Saquon Barkley. And if not, probably like Ezekiel Elliott. Like he is he's just that good. Um I mean, the way he, like, breaks tackles and uh, changes a game, it looks so much like Saquon, it's unreal. 22, 22 rushing yards in the second half against Speed D, by the way. Speed D, baby. Speaking Alex, of, Alex Grinch completely yeah. shut his stuff yeah. down. Yeah. Speed, speaking of Speed D, I hope number four never sees the field again. That guy was atrocious. That seven was bad. Who's number seven? I don't even know who these guys are that we're trotting out there in the second so, day. Number it, four, which one's Graham? Is Graham number four? No, he's number nine. They didn't even, they didn't even target him all day. I but, didn't see him screwing up. It was four and seven that were just – So, I'll give you – I'll give, I'll give number seven a pass because that's Latrell McCutcheon. And he's a fresh – he's a true freshman. Okay. And so that, like, those burns are going to happen. But he was at least in the same area code as those guys whenever they were making all – whenever – what was that guy's name? It was Xavier Worthy. That was the guy that kept on tearing us up. Like, I think yeah, he that fr- – Well, that guy's a true freshman. Yeah, that's – but he's – it's I feel like being a receiver and being a true freshman is a lot easier than being a corner and being a true freshman. Because that – Xavier Worthy was – He's got ridiculous speed, but have you seen our have you seen our corners try to tackle? Not not ideal. They couldn't they couldn't tackle Chase Sumner if he rolled out of there. <laughs> yeah, um, and that's who that's who number four looks like tackling people is Chase Sumner. Kind of yeah. funny that he's, his number was four. I can't believe you remember that guy's number. Actually. Eh, it might have been. I think it was twelve once we got to high school. It was four whenever we were in like little. Whenever we were like Y ball, he shouldn't have seen the field in Y ball. No, definitely not. He never give did. Him his, give him his five plays or whatever that every little Johnny has to play in Y and C football. I mean, get him out. As as you would say to Chris Lee, get those slappies off the field. Hey, hey, these little kids look up to you. Well, we better, they, give, we better not give Stephen the link to this. <laughs> I wonder if he knows that we like shit on Chris religiously. Well, he he had that one coming because I mean, it's what what are we supposed to do? Leave Spencer out there? Or are we going to get him off the field? You got to get rule of thumb. You got to get Slappies off the field. You got to get Slappies off the field. That's all there is to it. I've always said that. Oh man. Oh. 
What in the world? Oh, my dog. Uh, but yeah, that's. I'm very happy that that game ended how it did because I was going to be a very unhappy man driving to to Pittsburgh. And then speaking of, gotta get to Pittsburgh. Major party foul, alcohol abuse. The there was a dude and a chick behind me. They so wasted like before the game even started. <laughs> Five minutes into the game, I get a whole beer spilled down my back. Oh. I about lost it. And like I'm just sitting there, I'm I'm, you, I'm visibly pissed off. And yeah. this lady, like I'm leaning forward trying to like pull my jersey off my back because it was like stuck to it. And the lady whips out a t- her terrible towel and starts wiping my back down with it. And I'm like, it's fine, you can stop. And like the first time, I was nice about it, and she just kept on doing it. I'm like, I'm like, seriously, it's fine. You need to stop now. And she just kept <laughs> on freaking wiping my back down like it was doing anything. My back's already wet. You're not going to dry off my jersey by putting a towel over it. Oh, and on top of that, the Steelers won. It was just a uh, bad. Yeah. At least we made it a game of it late. It was. Yeah. But typical Broncos fashion. Don't show up till the fourth quarter when it's too late. That was the most Drew Lock game I've ever seen Drew Lock not play. So. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, I guess we can, uh, we can take a break for some, the the next part of our sponsored segment by E78 and then jump into some uh, some fantasy football talk. We'll take a take a quick little pause for station identification here. Coach's Corner is brought to you by E78 Fitness Performance. Whether you're Tyree Kill and you're just trying to shave that extra tenth off your 40 time, maybe you're Josh Giddy and you just need to bulk up so you're not out of the NBA in six months. Thanks, Presty. Or maybe you're Jody Brown and you're just trying to shed that beer gut and gain a little extra speed that'll give you what you need to chase down Garrick with an axe. Whatever your fitness needs are, Zach and E78 have you covered. At $40 a session or 12 prepaid sessions for $400, you're not going to find a better personal training program. It's better suited for you. Zach is certified as the best in the business, and he's got the football's finest seal of approval. Contact him today for more details for all your fitness needs. Uh, but your uh, your fancy team's looking a little rough this year, Easton. I gotta I gotta admit that. Yeah, they suck. <laughs> and we just lost Russell Wilson. Mm. We have, I mean this this is this is who the this is who Bishop Sycamore's trotting out here. Yeah, that's not good. Miles, I mean, how... San, Miles Sanders hasn't ever done anything. Stephon Diggs was supposed to be good. He's not good. I'm having to put Odell Beckham Jr. in my flex spot. That's the last time he'll see that. Mm. He's getting rattled. Uh, Darren Waller's <laughs> supposed to be good. He had a bad day. I'm starting a Vegas receiver, Henry Ruggs III. Don't know what he's doing. I made an error, and I didn't even know. Like, I didn't even check my lineup because I knew I was going to lose after Russell Wilson <laughs> got hurt. But I look, and I started the Miami Dolphins against the Bucks. Didn't know why oh. I did that. Never, oh. never, even, never even thought to change my defense, and they got minus eight. That's great. Mm. Uh, then my, my kicker whiffed a field goal. Uh, other than that, I mean, Derrick Henry had almost half my points, if that tells you how my week went. Mm, that's, yeah, that's rough. Uh, you really need to be playing Garrick that week. Uh, I feel like a typical Garrick week, he puts up like 59, whenever you put up 73. 
So you, you might have been able to squeak the win out there. I don't think I'm the worst team. No. I think I think, I think Garrick's the worst team still. Garrick, but... Garrick is the worst team. But yeah, it's it's a struggle. I I would I let... was in I was in seventh going I was two and two. Now we're dropping to two and three. Uh points scored, I was I mean, it, it, can we talk about how did did Preston finally get beat? Yeah, I beat him. Oh, thank goodness! Yeah. <laughs> he, had the, he had fewer points than I did. What is that? Yeah, that's that's unreal. And he's got so he's got fewer points than you. He's got the least points against by a mile. Like I, I think so. I'm second to I'm I'm in second points against. I'm not gonna lie. I'm getting a little bit lucky with the teams I'm playing, but like my points for, I'm I think I've scored a hundred over a hundred each week, and let me go pull up my schedule real quick. Like it's not like I've laid an egg any week, so yeah, the lowest points I've put up is one fourteen, so I, I'm I, my team's consistent at least, but. I I don't know. Robert's team's pretty bad too. But, yeah, but I'm, I'm Robert after, put up I'm what sixty one to last. Will so, you? Yeah. Oh, because Clay won this week. Clay and Zach both won, and I was mm. ahead of them. Well, but do you have more points for than uh, no. the? Oh, you don't. No, I have. Garrick has, or Preston has the least. He's four and zero. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> Garrick has the second least. He's 0-4. That actually does make sense. And I have the, and I'm tied for the third lead. Clay and I both had 461 heading into this week. That's tough. I but guess at least is... I'm not taking a spud because we, we nixed that. <laughs> so I don't know what it's gonna be. I don't know. I feel like if Garrick loses, we should bring that back. Also, speaking of Garrick, he uh, he texted me the other day and he says, Hey, we he he said, what's your address? And so I sent it to him. And I said, you're not going to unibomber me, are you? And he sent, a, <laughs> he sent some, like, very weird gift back. It was, let me find old Garland. He sent a gift back? A gift bag? Like, what? Like a, a gift, like a GIF, the moving, oh, yeah, a moving he picture. That. He does that. He sent time. that back. He does that from time to time. <laughs> he sent that back, and it was of Christian Bale saying, maybe. Don't know how I should feel about that. Because I feel like that's something Garrick might do. Okay. But anyways, don't know what he's going to be sending me. Probably nudes. Oh, little, little Gare Bear nude action. Everybody's seen it. I don't know why he's thinking that we're going to pay for his <laughs> OnlyFans. We've already we've all seen that. He's, he's such a skank. We were his <laughs> original fans. He walks around like a sloot all the time, <laughs> and and he thinks that people are going to pay to see what we've already all seen. I don't. He think. Well, I don't know what he thinks he's holding back. I know. It's like that's like paying for Pornhub Premium when there's plenty of videos. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it looks like. Uh, yeah, how does this one understand? Didn't Scott last week put up like eighty, and then goes yeah. up and puts doubles that production the next week. Yeah, I, I mean, I take I take comfort in knowing that I'm not beating 160 no matter what. Oh uh, yeah, he uh, he only put up 89 the previous week, and then doubles that production the next week. 
that still wouldn't have been enough for my garbage team to overcome. 70 – this is – I've never scored 73 points in a week. Yeah, that's – Never. That's hard to do in PPR. Like, I can I can understand that in, like, regular fantasy. PPR, that's pretty hard to do. Yeah, well, my guys don't catch any passes. Let me tell you, in my other league, <laughs> let me tell you what happened in, with the guys down here at OU. Last night, I needed Clyde Edwards-Hilaire to get three points. <laughs> I saw this. <laughs> three points wins it for Clyde. He, he scores 1.6 the first half. We, we have a six-hour delay at halftime because of rain. He comes out there, loses like three yards running, and then catches a pass for 10. It's non-PPR, of course, because we're stupid. <laughs> yeah, or why not on Jacob? If, Jacob's if a freaking idiot about that. If, if it's PPR, I don't want he catches a 10-yard pass, and I'm in the living room going, Clyde, Clyde, Clyde. And then he rolls around on the turf like he just got Joe Theismann, and he's out. And I lose by point six. So, did they ever say why he got hurt or, like, what what he's hurt with? It's like torn ACL? Uh, he says he's doubtful next week, so probably not a torn ACL. Oh. Uh uh, miss a, he's expected to miss a few weeks, so no ACL. I don't know what's wrong yeah. with him. He, he strained his uh, pussy bone. Yeah, uh, his VJJ got hurt a little <laughs> bit. That's all right. I was hoping that they could wheel him for six yards, Greg Abbott style, down the, <laughs> the middle. Well, here's how. So I, this is like the second time I've checked that league. I haven't changed my lineup since we started. I forgot that I had Calvin Ridley on my team, so I got zero points from him because he sits out due to a personal matter. I think it was just he didn't want to go to the U.K. He didn't want to go to London and play against the Jets. I yeah. Think that's what it was. And then, that would be uh, my personal matter. And then old Saquon gets hurt on the second drive of the game, so yeah. that's always nice. I had him in our league too, but that, luckily that didn't affect me. Or no, I don't have him in our league. I have him in – my work league. That's what it is. I have him in oil field, and he put up a zero. Mm. I, I was, I'd have been an adult. Like I'm, I'm still have a chance to win in that league. But him, put, if he did anything that I would, I would have won. Yeah. Oh, I put a so I made a trade in my work league for last week. So I had, uh, I had DeAndre Swift, and this guy was trying to get rid of. Uh, Excuse me. The guy was trying to get rid of Calvin Ridley. I was like, I'll take him. And I was like, but I want a running back in return. So I traded him uh, DeAndre Swift and Corey Davis for Kareem Hunt, uh, Calvin Ridley, and my backup tight end because he didn't have any tight ends on his roster because I think his other one got hurt or something. That's so I traded him that. Yeah, I've got – so now I've got Najee Harris, Saquon Barkley, Kareem Hunt on my team. And then my receiving course, C.D. Lamb, Cortland Sutton, and Calvin Ridley. And my quarterback's Tom Brady. So, feel pretty good about my team. Um, I won this week, or I should win, unless the Ravens put up like 25 and on defense tonight. But You wouldn't think so. Yeah. That's, you wouldn't think so. I can't remember the last big fantasy outbur- out, outburst of the defense there was, like legitimate, like going off. I had the Vikings a few years ago, three, four years ago, when they were just incredible. Yeah. And they, they were putting up 20 to 30 points a game. I do remember that. Um, that was back, like, whenever Case Keenum was there, though, wasn't it? Some crazy yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, I have I have a segment. 
You don't oh. have to have one because I just made it up. <laughs> Let's go for it, baby. But this is our this is the why you might be in last place in fantasy decision corner. <laughs> okay. Garrett got a win this week. Great. You're one and four. But can we talk about how he's holding down a roster spot on his bench for DJ Chark, who is out for the season? <laughs> Do we think that this is a rollover league where he wants him next year? Uh, what what's the thought process? Why why are we rostering why are we rostering guys who are out for the season? <laughs> I'll wait. I'll wait for your answer. Yeah, I, I I I would. Uh, Garrick will go off in the group chat and and make it personal, and I just want to hear on the substance why he has a guy out for the season. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's another. What are we doing moment? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I promised Caleb that I would that I would talk about that in the segment. I don't really have a whole lot to say. It's not if it was somebody else, I would be trying to figure out like, oh, I wonder why they didn't make that decision. Garrick, I just think that he doesn't know. Yeah, that's a that I think actually no, I think Garrick does probably know. I just think he's probably too dumb to realize it. Oh sorry, Garrick. That was harsh. I didn't mean that. We we, we try to please our fans here, and that's that's gonna push the fans away. I'm sorry, Garrick. You hey, don't suck. look. Garrick, don't look. I, I would like you to immediately when you hear this, go to the group chat without looking, without <laughs> cheating, and tell me what team G.J. Chark plays for. <laughs> if you can tell me that, then I'll pay I'll pay your way to the Victoria's Secret Fashion Show. Oh, dude. I'm just kidding. I'm not doing that. That's expensive, <laughs> and he would run up a, he would run up a tab. Oh, and I think all they have is fat girls on that now, so – Oh yeah, I, I, I can't get watch PC. it. That that was a Thanksgiving tradition. Oh, dude! Like it'd be what was it? It'd come on like Black Friday or like the Monday after Thanksgiving. They yeah, play that. Like, they play Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, and then they would play the Victoria's Secret Fashion Show. I'd gorge yeah. myself with food, look yeah. at hot women going down the runway, it's and the now best. I have it's to look at a bunch of uh, now I have to look at a bunch of women who look like they just got done having Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> exactly. Is this where we're at in PC culture these days, where we have to put chubby women in a? They're great. There's there's a market for chubby women. Clay apparently thinks that I'm into it, but <laughs> why in the world? I mean, I'm that doesn't that doesn't get me off. Doesn't get your rocks off, no. No, it doesn't. I don't. I don't care to see that in a bikini. Uh, yeah, I. I'd rather do lots of other things than see that in a bikini. Um, they got that Take one. The spud. I've already done that, so. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're they just. It's not what it used to be. We miss the old days where you could do whatever you want, put hot girls on a pedestal. Now. Now they're wanting us to pretend that fat chicks are hot and that body positivity is the next thing when you're uglier than shit. No. <laughs> I'm, glad we're spon- I'm glad we have the sponsors that we do. Hey, it's all good, baby. We just got to gotta get the right-leaning, uh, the right-leaning sponsors. Next thing we you have- know, Black Rifle Coffee Company is going to be coming for us. They should. We don't. I mean, we'll, we'll plug them. We're, we're, we're for the military here. I remember yeah. when you – at that OU game when you got a beer from that ROTC <laughs> tailgate and yeah. you, they were nice, gave you a free beer and you thanked them for your service, yeah. for their, for their service. You, well, was, you had to, they said your donations are optional and I was going to donate. The problem was I got into the stadium and the Wi-Fi didn't work. And so I couldn't uh, okay. Venmo the guy. And I was like, after the game, I was, 
I had had a few beers, and so I didn't necessarily remember talking to the guy. And then, but you think, I mean, the tip, and you thanked him for his service, even though he yeah. hasn't served yet. But <laughs> was, the, even the, though he's in the JROTC, yeah, I mean, the thought was there. I'm sure he's like, I don't want money. I, I just he thanked me for my service at, at OU JROTC, and that's that's enough for me. Here's here's a Miller Light. Honestly, that probably is enough for those guys. They just want to be recognized that they're they're a part of the ROTC. Yeah. Because you couldn't get into Navy, you couldn't get into West Point. So here you are at OU being in the ROTC. We probably just got canceled for that one. Yeah. Who gives? But uh, <laughs> anyways, I have a whole lot else to talk about. Uh, I don't know. Is there any any funny stories from the from the Cotton Bowl that came up? Any? Uh, kinda. Um. So you know, OU if. You, I don't know. Other than you, I don't think anybody else here has been to OU Texas. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. But I mean, you wouldn't believe what the atmosphere is like. There's people. There's OU fans, Texas fans. They're just yelling at each other. Texas is doing their chant, and they always end it by saying OU sucks. Yeah. Uh, OU does the same thing. Ends it with Texas sucks. Uh, and that's nice. I mean, there's there's a lot of <laughs> F OU. There's a lot of F Texas. It's 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 pretty rough in there. Um, but you know, so there's, there's two teams that simply hate each other, utterly despise one another. And midway through the third quarter, they made an announcement on the jumbotron that all alcohol sales would be suspended after the third quarter. And both sides in unison booed the heck out of the guy making that announcement. Oh, that's great. It it was, I mean, it was. I mean, it was so loud in that stadium. Both, I mean, it just says that anybody can come together. Uh, clearly, over beer, they're, they're especially so, over prohibition. Everybody's very passionate. OU Texas fans alike love their beer, and yes. so it was just—it was a warm moment in the midst of a very hard-fought game. That's good to see. It's a nice horns up for Pete's movement. Uh, yeah. Was there any SEC chance that broke out during the game? No, there. There was a okay. So when OU rush the field just i wasn't a part of that by the way i don't storm i don't storm the field for beating number 21 teams in the country that's no offense to no offense to the osu fans here but that's osu stuff yeah that is osu stuff i i've I've watched them rush the field after pulling out a win against unranked teams that's how (laughs) so you want to lose you want to lose the little brother title don't storm the field after beating a team you should beat, or even beat you didn't win the natty so what you're not beating the number one team in the country. Just let's act like – I mean, OSU's never been there before, but just act like you've been there before. Act like you've been there. Even if you Where was I going with this? It. Anyway, uh, <laughs> a, bunch of, a bunch of OU students stormed the field, and the guy, the, the, uh, the announcer came over and said, it's Big 12 policy. Nobody will, will, can be on the field other than players and coaches. Anybody doing that is subject to arrest. By <laughs> sanction something something by the Big Twelve Conference, and there's a huge swath of OU students that are up there <laughs> in our section that started going SEC SEC. <laughs> it, was, it was a pretty loud chant That's going. Awesome. We're we're kind of done with the Big Twelve. Oh yeah, screw. Speaking up. of speaking of Barry and OSU a little bit more, I, I OSU is upset that we're going to the SEC because they're losing the big Bedlam game that they've lost thirteen out of fifteen go rounds guys i don't want to play you it's just I, we we, we it's I a really waste of our time it's a waste of time to go play you it it 
somehow legitimizes you guys when you haven't done it. 2011, you guys had a great team with a 40-year-old quarterback. That's great. You won the 1945. I mean, half the team was in a Axis Power prison camp when you guys won your national championship <laughs> that you hang the banner for. That they didn't even win. Army won it that year. So there's really just no point to play you guys. And, and I, <laughs> I mean, it just, it just isn't – it's not – everybody hypes up Bedlam – but you know who hypes up Bedlam? People in Oklahoma, not the country. Yes. There's not- OU fans and Texas fans scattered throughout their brands. That's a brand name. Yes. OU OSU is not I don't even consider that's not a rivalry game. No, you have to have you you have to have more wins against us than Kansas State before you'd even call it like a, a close to a rival. Kansas, yeah, let's start Kansas State the- has twenty wins and Oklahoma State only has I think seventeen. It's the let's just call it the Manhattan Battle now. I'll, let's just play K State at a conference or something. Let's and go the, play. Yeah, and the game's been played since eighteen ninety or something like that. So it's not like it's not like they haven't had that long to get back even. You guys have been bad for a century, and still can't even get close to like winning a couple games over here every now and then. And then they blame Gundy. Gundy is the best coach that OSU is going to get. Who the heck wants to go coach at OSU? Not many. And if they do get a good coach, he's going to leave within a year because you, or he has one good season. He's going to go to the, the first big time job that opens, because if you're if you do good at like. A, so let's just say like, OU is by far the team everybody goes to in Oklahoma, just like it's in Alabama. Everybody goes to Alabama. Auburn's kind of the afterthought. Well, Auburn's a, a lot better of a program historically in Oklahoma State, like, it's still kind of the same situation. Just like, I don't where else is it? Like, USC, like, everybody's going to go to there in California over UCLA and the other schools. It's like, there's always, in every single state that has, like, a major school, they're always going to go, like, you're always going to be in the shadow of the other one, so you don't want to be in the shadow of the other one. No, Especially with, like, a perennial power. Who's the kid? Remind me who's the kid from Hominy who's now in the NFL who went to Tulsa? Uh, what's his name? Got drafted like to the Cardinals. Uh, yeah. What's his name? Xavier uh, uh, Collins. Xavier Collins. Yeah, that's what yeah. it is. Xavier Collins. Yes. Yeah. Well, here's my point with OSU. I'm mad the OU whiffed on him because he was a stud. Yeah. OSU. What the heck are you doing? This is how the hierarchy goes in Oklahoma. We take all the best Oklahoma recruits. Whoever's we take there. all the we take all the good Texas guys. Too. Well, yeah, I just mean from the state of yeah. Oklahoma. If you, yeah, so and then the knockoffs who can't make it into OU, OSU usually swoops up. Who are mm-hmm. who are pretty good? Dylan Stoner was a good receiver. Guys yeah. like that. that. That's who OSU. He's not going to play at OU, but that's who got. That's who like, that's who OSU gets. Like the that little squirt, Bennett Brennan. Yeah, yeah, and the third is Tulsa. So that's how the hierarchy goes in Oklahoma recruiting. OSU. You had a chance at this guy, and you whiffed. You whiffed. Oh, you missed him, but you guys really shouldn't miss him. He's definitely good enough to play for you. He was definitely good enough to play for OU. He's in the NFL. Uh, you let him fall to Tulsa. Ugh. I, I mean, yeah, that's you, you, the third miss. team on the hierarchy in Oklahoma recruiting got him. Yeah. And that just doesn't make sense. And arguably, Tulsa was better last year than Oklahoma State was anyways, so. They all they they darn near beat them this year. Yeah, they show, but I don't know. It'll be interesting to see Oklahoma State this week play Texas. 
Because that defense is getting a lot of hype. And rightfully so, that defense has been good. But they can't move the ball to save their life. Am I, am I a terrible person for maybe rooting for Texas in this game? Oh, no, I'm 100% rooting for them. Because after, like, I, there's a million more OSU fans on my Twitter feed than there are Texas fans. I just hate Texas because they're Texas. And it's like they're our biggest rival. I hate Oklahoma State because they're fans. I shouldn't hate them for any other reason because, like, they can't beat us. I don't. I don't like Oklahoma it. State fans are some of the worst fans in the world because they act so entitled, like they belong in the big boy conversation or something. Like they're, like they're actually relevant nationally, football wise. You're not even really relevant in anything other than wrestling. I mean, they they slob on Mike Boynton's knob, and what's he done? He's gotten one tournament in four years, and you had to have the best player in the nation and the number one pick to do that. That you oh, had to pay his brother to come in so you could get him to be, even be on the team. Geez, I mean, Long Kruger was way better than that. And Long Kruger, he took a team that had no business being in the NIT to the tournament for four straight years. Yeah. yeah I don't I, – like, I remember seeing that uh, Caleb Hood, like, tweeting or Facebooking or whatever he was doing about the Bedlam series being seven and three or something. I hate like, when – What hate... the heck? What sports are you including? Badminton? I hate what? whenever OSU fans do that because it's like you're just you're literally just admitting what everybody's already been like what OU fans say for the longest time. You guys have to come up with some obscure statistic. Well, that's not really obscure, but you have to like fuddle the numbers just so you can make yourselves feel better because you can't beat us in football. You can't beat us in what matters. Like, Let, let's be honest. Like, I like college basketball. Uh, hell, I love college but, softball, but, but I'm not going to sit here and say that I care that much about it. And care that I put that much stock in if we beat OSU. But who does everybody? What sport in Oklahoma does everybody give a flying f about? Oklahoma football. Football. You you don't. I, I don't really care that you pin the guy on the mat in wrestling. That's great. There's a demographic who is all in for wrestling, and if you're just a true wrestling fan, great. Yeah, that's. I awesome. don't even understand the rules of wrestling. Partly because if you like all these sports they're talking about, they've got. They say, "Oh, we got we won the Bedlam Trophy this year." It's like, well, there's probably at every single one of those sporting events. You could probably add every single spectator together, and it still wouldn't equal what even was in the stadium for an OU versus like Western Carolina game. It, it, yeah, it, they're just, it, it's they're stupid. Just, you can't. You can't. As OSU fans, you can't make all the comments that you make and then get mad when we call you little brother. Exactly. You you you'll always be little brother. I don't want to in the Bedlam series. Once we go to move on to bigger and better things in the SEC, let's let's put behind us this bleep show of a whatever we called Bedlam, and let's go play real teams. Yeah, not fake, not fake rivalry teams. It's yeah. like Oregon, Oregon State. Yeah, Oregon State's going to be Oregon once every twenty years. Yeah, like. Let's go play. Let's let's start a rivalry with Arkansas because it looks like they're on the come up. Sam, Sam Pittman looks like he's got that thing rolling. Like, I'd love to play Arkansas over Oklahoma State every year. It would be a good game. Yeah. I'd love to play Ole Miss every year over Baylor. Like, give me those games. Don't give I, me Oklahoma State. I had a moron who I went to college with at, at OC tell me that he would rather go win the Camping World Bowl than get beat in the college football playoff. That's the, that, and that's why you're 40th in recruiting every year. That's why you barely struggle to squeak into the top 25 at the beginning of the year. And 
have to you're, have such a chip on your shoulder every year. You're happy with the Camping World Bowl win. Uh, you 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 may have a problem. Yeah, you may have a problem. I'll I'll go get my tail kicked in the college football playoff every year before I'm happy about winning some stupid bowl game. Because you were at least had a chance at the thing, whether it was small or not, you had a chance. Yeah. I agree. But oh, got me all worked up. I am worked up about OSU. Don't get me started. Screw them, dude. Hook of horns just this week. Horns up for peace. I'm rooting for you, Casey Thompson. He's good. He is good. He's the best he, quarterback they've had since since Colt McCoy. I mean, he yeah, like Sam Ellinger was trash. They talked yeah. him up. He wasn't. He could never be. He beat. Over it was just because him. he was he was a guy from Austin. All those Austin guys get way more way more credit. Just I, like just like that guy that had him before Casey Thompson. Like he had no business starting. Whatever his name was, like it, what Hudson Card. I couldn't remember his name. I was about to call him Houston Nut. Uh, whatever he is, I I'll, I'll tell you another story about some other moron OSU fan that I talked to. Steven? No, <laughs> this, this guy tried to tell me he hated Baker Mayfield. I get it. I get if you're playing against him, why you hate him. He's flashy, he's cocky, he's loud. You love him if he plays for you, hate him. You can hate the guy. That's perfectly fine. Yeah. And so he was bashing Baker. And I said, okay, you're telling me if you had the opportunity for Baker to start for you at OSU, you wouldn't take it. He goes, no. He said, I'm going to take Mason Rudolph every day of the week because he's a nicer guy. Hold up. Who said this? Because I think I remember hearing. hearing I'll, I'll tell this story every single time. It's like uh, you wonder why you lose. Really, really not into uh, who's a better human being when it comes to who's playing quarterback for me. Really don't care. Yeah, really don't give a crap. Who? Re- really don't care what he's doing for the homeless, to be honest. Who was the guy that- that's great. Who was the guy that said that? I feel like I heard you say that. Before. Oh, it's a different moron at OSU or at OC that I went to. I was surrounded by OSU morons there because uh, they all came from. They all went to the small Christian school because they came from Podunk, Oklahoma, and anybody uh, from anybody from Podunk, Oklahoma, is a freaking OSU fan every yeah. single time. Yeah. I was like, "You're really going to tell me you don't you want Mason Rudolph over Baker Mayfield because he's nicer." Because he's nice. And it turns out, I've heard stories, Mason Rudolph's the biggest douchebag you can find. Well, I don't, yeah, I, I've heard that too. Chance, I'm not gonna, Chance has said that from working for the yeah. team, but. Like, I'm not going to say Baker's not. I'm just going to say, like, your golden child's not exactly the greatest guy in the world. <clears throat> but. Do you have anything to talk about? I'm, I'm fired up. Oh, uh, I don't know. I I got off my soapbox about uh, Oklahoma State. I I spent way longer talking about them than I wanted to. But uh, I yeah. hope I can't wait. I really really hope because OSU is going to take this as the opportunity that they think that they're the proverbial team in the Big Twelve. So once once we move on to bigger and better things, I'm going to watch some games in the Big Twelve, and I'm gonna I'm gonna buy TCU shirts. Well, what's I'm funny is buy... with Cincinnati coming in. Cincinnati's going to be the best team in the Big 12. I like, hope so. Luke Fickle's hands down going to be the best coach in the Big 12, if, assuming assuming he doesn't go to a better job, which if I'm U, if I'm USC, I'd hire that dude in a heartbeat, him or Matt Campbell. But Matt Campbell, I mean, he Iowa State looks like trash this year. When we uh, leave, do you want to go in on some Iowa State gear with me? Oh, I'd love to. Give me some, give me some Cyclones gear. 
Yes. Uh, anybody, that. anybody. I, I, I want anybody but OSU to run the conference now that we're leaving. Cyclones and some Baylor Bears. Rape them Bears. We're, the Big 12, the, the best team in the Big 12 left. The second best team in the Big 12 left. You're, you're down to uh, a pretty, pretty bottom-of-the-barrel crew. Oklahoma State, Kansas State, Baylor, TCU. That doesn't move the needle one inch for me. Like that I, doesn't that doesn't get anybody hot and bothered. No, not at all. I mean, maybe if you're like, uh, I don't, I don't even know. Now, what what would move my needle maybe a little bit is the uh, BYU Texas Tech. A whole lifetime of Mormon values instilled in you, all for a weekend in Lubbock, Texas, just to ruin that. So. I I do find intrigue in that, but that's about the only thing I find intriguing. I can't wait till BYU players get tortillas with a hole from a <laughs> penis in them hurled at them on the on the field. <laughs> Have fun with that. Oh, that's gonna be great, dude. There's one. There's one good storyline coming out of this Big Twelve uh, expansion. Question: That's supposed to be starting next year. Like, and. Does that not void our contract to make us eligible to go to the SEC? I don't understand Let's go. how that works. When? When, do we, when do we get to go? Let's go. Hey, that's another underrated thing about this. Uh, Caleb Williams coming in now. He gets all of his like little freshman lumps out of the way now. We're ready to go in the SEC. We don't have, we don't have as many growing pains because he's already we, going through them. We will, next year we will be ready to F. I'm ready telling to you. Ready to F, yes. As long as, long as, as, long as, as, long as Grinch stays. Yeah. Um, I mean I – mean, we're th- this team is this team is SEC ready, it, and I think that the the defensive backs are just bad enough that Grinch is going to be able to stick around for a couple more years without getting job offers. So, yeah, at least the uh, job offers he's wanting he get, get his guys in there because I mean it is bad in the back end. That's, uh, that's hey. the only area that OU is legitimately bad, bad. just yeah. bad, like awful. Secondary is just terrible. I mean, I think. Like we got Latrell McCutcheon right now. I think he he'll be good eventually. I think he's just going through it right now. Uh, he's a true freshman. We've got another guy we that was a four star, and we've got several corners committed in this next class. Which uh, there's like a the best player in Oklahoma. Have you heard of that Gentry Williams guy? Yeah, yeah. He's I think he's going to commit on next Monday. I think he's uh, it's down between us and USC and. It's basically going to be us, pretty much that he goes to. I think that's where everybody's what, projecting. High like, Booker T. Oh, the boys! Not only the boys, a Booker T. Yeah, but he's in it. Uh, he's a five star. He'd be probably the best defensive back recruit we've gotten in a minute, if not ever. But, but yeah, big things are on the horizon for Speed D. What about Buki? He was he was a five star. Yeah. Uh, I think he fell off quite a bit, and the tape showed he was not a five-star. Where's he, where's he at nowadays, prison? Washington. Not not the football team. Washington uh, Huskies. Not the Redskins? Yeah, not, not the, the, dead, the Deadskins. Well, he he the won't sniff an NFL feed. No, oh, definitely not. But, uh, but yeah, that's, uh, I don't have anything else football-wise to talk to. I don't know if you got anything else you want to talk about. No, I'm good. I apologize to all the OSU fans. We kind of went all in there. Uh, I don't apologize. But in- well, it was a pleasure. Thanks it was for the a pleasure. Sponsors. Until next time, let's go, Brandon. <laughs> I'll see you, man. <laughs> all right, see you.
Nibbling on sponge cake Watching the sun bake All of those tourists Covered in oil Strumming my six string On my front porch swing Smell those shrimp Hey, they're beginning to boil Wasted away again in Margaritaville Searching for my lost shaker of salt Some people claim that there's a woman to blame But I know it's nobody's fault 